0: What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Uncharted Pod. My name is Yush.
1: My name is Shub. Guys, welcome back to another edition. Please, yeah. you could join us.
0: This feels like Have a marathon. A bro. It
1: feels It like feels a- like a, day, a marathon, but the, the the fans don't know. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, no, I don't think we should tell the fans. This is this is we're doing it day by day. We're doing it day by day. No, That's such we, we a can't fucking
0: lie. lie, dude. What a lie. lie to the fans, dog. Honesty is the. A lie to the people. Dog we did three pods today and we ha- we made a pod about deer and Fox. We're thinking about whether or not we should put it up. Um, Y'all just
1: saying the audio is scuffed, yeah, but, the audio was a little bad. And, and kudos to him. He does not want to put that kind of quality pod up exactly. for you guys. We want to keep it up. Um, exactly. Cause things got messed up with the audio, but um, we think we can do better. So we'll, we'll update you guys if we get um, our deer and Fox podcast up, yeah. but You know, here we are. We are trying to stack these pods up. We think it's more efficient for our sake, but you're still getting the same kind of quality um, because of our player projections. Um, You know, we both have jobs. And so, you know, this upcoming week, we just think it'd be smarter um, to sort of stack while we have the free time over the weekend. So, um, hopefully, uh, you're okay with that and you are comfortable listening to us as we continue our player projections, uh, you know, 21 days till Christmas, 21 days till you know, the best president of them all, the NBA season, December 22nd. We are one week away from, this is my third time saying this, we are five days away from preseason. Yeah, dude. Um, they, I, how do you, how do I feel? I feel good,
0: bro. Okay, I get it. I don't want to fucking answer that question again. <laughs> I, I have a question um, for you. Okay, we, yeah. did, about, we did about, what, this is our sixth or
1: seventh player that we're doing right now, right? This is our seventh player, yeah. Seventh or seventh. What have
0: you learned doing research about these random players that we've like got on our list here? Like, what's something that's
1: jumped out to you all these different people that we've been looking at like overall um not overall the, i think um i'm learning a lot more <laughs> you're gonna take this whole uh, level. i'm actually learning more from you than the research you know what i'm saying the research tells us like um you know what was kind of expected like you go going with this preconceived idea like what where they should be at there's no stat okay. or any research that jumped out but okay. like n- like you know tendencies in their game and stuff it's nice to like you know discuss that with someone um who's been watching the same tape as i am and okay. you know bounce ideas like okay where do we see these guys similar where do you differ what what is your take on them and how they approach the game so i think that's pretty cool and i like it you know helps uh,
0: it is interesting like cuz i i generally have these conversations uh in by myself in the shower usually like talking to the wall you know what i'm saying <laughs>
1: So it's years like, past
0: yeah dude like i'd be like you know in high school like t- thinking about like why andrew wiggins is like a you know like he's gonna be the next big thing and like i didn't have anyone to talk to about it So yeah I'd
1: just
0: be sitting and uh talking to myself in the shower and like Dog, every, the same way. Yeah, and, and every year I, I'd be in the shower having the same conversation about Andrew Wiggins.
1: You know, same way, <laughs>
0: Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, I'm He's sure he would love off. to know. You're,
1: you're thinking him, uh, thinking of him in the shower. I think he'll yeah. really appreciate yeah. that. I'm, hopefully, I'm
0: wiping my balls, bro. I'm thinking about that.
1: Guys. Hopefully, hopefully, or gets across to him. So we appreciate Andrew <laughs> Wiggins. Uh, you know, Bay Area represent. Um, but no, I, I agree with you too, bro. Like yeah. you know, these revelations and these thoughts about these players and stuff. And I, what I really like, and the reason, you know, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but the reason why um I think we're good for the podcast is like the general media, like I think what we watched in high school, like first take, the jump, I these hate the general man. basketball outlets, like there is no inclination or like no sentiments that I can see in your verbiage or in my verbiage that has been taken by Stephen A. Smith. or I don't I don't Max watch Kellerman. them dude. I don't I stop watching I don't them. I stopped watching them like back when I was like 18, 19, because there's just so much more educational outlets without all the, you know, hyper bullshit and stuff. Like honestly, like uh Rachel Nichols is great at her job. I don't don't get me wrong, but it's just really it's a tough listen for sen- you know basketball sensational- junkies like Dude, us. It's
0: it's all sensationalism. Like you'll hear like some sort of random report. Ooh, word. Dude, okay, like okay, a great example would be the whole Anthony Davis and LeBron Yeah, waiting to sign the Supermax or Anthony Davis um, is waiting to sign the extension because Giannis Hasn't yeah. signed his yet. Like, dude, who cares? That has <laughs> nothing to do with, that has nothing to do with basketball. Like, and they ended up signing for like five years. And like, it didn't even matter at the end. Like, he was obviously... All these reports don't matter. Answers. And like the fact that you're like trying to draw these correlations and like Brian Windhorse like went out and like tweeted about it or something. And like, uh-huh. I get a chat like from my cousin, like a, a ping. He's like, yo, like this is happening. Like, <laughs> know, nobody cares. No, it's not. Like, it doesn't matter. And, like, we want to, like, draw these, like, narratives and build these, like, stories about, like... Because it sells.
1: It sells.
0: Yeah. And, like, meanwhile, like, the reality is, like... Yeah. Completely different.
1: And we... Yeah. You and me, like, as basketball junkies, we just, like, want the meat on the bones, like, generally. And it's just, like... I agree. What we see, you know, on, on these outlets, besides the content themselves, meaning the games, is just, like, all just, like, you know, toppings and seasoning and stuff like that. So I'm glad... exactly. We can uncover that we're deep in the game to be able to see through that. So it reminds me of like, remember, uh, uh Aria? You know that that reporter, that fake reporter, like everyone shut oh, down because I hate that he guy.
0: reported. Oh are you Abraham, bro. He reported Kawhi. That,
1: this Kawhi man to, the to this day,
0: to this day, in his DMs and his mentions, Doc. I see it's just like, oh my are God. you the guy that reported Kawhi to the Lakers? And it looks <laughs> like. Kawhi to the Lakers sources say like that's like the first 15 <laughs> comments. Oh in this my. No
1: matter what he reports now, it's yeah. like anything. I think he like trolled. He was like sources tell me like Kawhi is nervous to return to or the Raptors oh or whatever. It he was he just so gets bad. Flooded. It was just horrible. And and I, I was so
0: high on him. Like I was like riding on him. I was like, believing him too. Yeah, like dude, why wouldn't I, dude? Like, like Kawhi to the Lakers, like let's make it happen. And then he signs to the Clippers. Like, I I remember the exact moment that I saw that news break, and I was so upset. But hey, I was devastated.
1: Eight months later, or a year later, yeah, actually. Who's mad? I'm not, I'm not that, that mad. Yeah. I, I was on my way to Mexico, Tijuana, Mexico, and I was yeah. having having a few drinks with the boys. And I just took an extra one when I saw that news. Went to the bathroom, recollected myself, and I was like, you know what? That's fine. That's fine. It,
0: imagine if imagine, and we signed AD like three yeah. weeks later. Imagine if you came like from the future, the future you went back into the past and was like, yo, like we won a championship. Like it's all good. Oh, yeah. I told I, I that in that, be be that totally, moment, dude. I mean,
1: yeah, but unfortunately, that didn't happen. Like, don't worry, but, you know, you're going to win a championship. Like, that would be crazy. Yeah, um, yeah, we've definitely gone down a rabbit hole here, but we'll bring it back to our player projections. Uh, nice oh, little yeah, intro yeah. for you guys to see us. Um, back to our player projections. This is another guy on the list moving right along. Uh, I think we've reached the first third of these podcasts, so super stoked about the progress made. Um, the next guy we're going to talk about is is an oldie but a goodie. Mr. Kevin Love of the love Cleveland Cavaliers. Kevin Love, love the- this guy. He's incredible. Um, of you know, the Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, been there for the last, who knows, uh, six years actually. Uh, Cavs member, the longest standing Cavs member of, of oh, the big three. Even so Tristan sad. Thompson left, bro, from the championship team. It's literally oh him. God. Wait, I'm looking at the depth chart. No, it's it's just Teddy just- Osmond. Maybe Del but Delavadova left and came back, but it's literally him. It's Kevin. Yeah, it's just him.
0: He's been there the whole um, time.
1: The longest tenured Cav, um, and was he on your list? I don't know I know your list handy. Was he on your list or mine? So we know I how think... to sort of direct this. I th- I can oh, check. Shit.
0: Let me check. I'm pretty sure.
1: I think he was on mine. I,
0: I had him too. I-, I think this might have been a double. Nope. He was on your list, dog. Not he was online. on mine?
1: Okay. Yeah. Cool. Never mind. Um, so yeah, I guess but I I'll do kick feel it off. the same sentiment. But yes. Okay. Why did you have
0: him on your list?
1: Yeah, I'll just kick things off. So uh, first of all, I think I had a little bit of bias like when we made this list because I did like okay. three fantasy drafts like with uh, NBA Twitter people. And, and I was you just like,
0: valued this guy.
1: Kevin love is like sixth round, like still here, like one hundred twentieth players drafted and he's still available, a solid 17 and nine guy. Are you really kidding me right now? Yeah. So I took a gamble. People think he's washed and stuff. These 15 year olds. I was like, you know what? You're going to miss out just because it's a bad team. Doesn't mean he can't put a good numbers for me. So I'm going to take it off. And you know, yeah. So once I really thought about it, I was really just like, you know, it is kind of intriguing. Like we just pieced that together. The longest tenured cab right now. Um, uh, coming off that championship four sure. years ago, where uh, yeah. where's his career go from here? There has been—it's not even private anymore. I think even in the Cavs organization, they'll mention it and make jokes out of it. Like, "Yo, when's Kevin Love getting traded?" Ha ha ha! Like, it's just so out there in the open at this point, where he's <laughs> literally stated like he's just numb to it at this point. Like he—he he literally said in an interview, "You know, I was supposed to get traded two years ago, um, and you know, I, I don't know why I'm still here, but you know, you know, we're just gonna keep 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 on keeping on." He's a professional and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so.
0: But it was also made clear like during those talks that like the Cavs as an organization are screwed up, but like the players are good. Like yeah. And he like made I like, their players. Clear, too. I like yeah. their players. And and like they're all like getting along as a family, but like like you can tell like there's some problems with their front office that they need yeah. solving. And I guess like to kind of kick things off here, one thing that I really liked about Kevin Love, like when he was still a Timberwolf, was the fact that like he was a rebounding machine. And he could like he was one of those consistent twenty and ten guys in an era oh, yeah. where that twenty and ten big man was kind Dude, of twenty six and
1: thirteen at his prime, I think.
0: Yeah, that was ridiculous. That was nice. And, and like we didn't get to see like we, we thought that might have translated, you know, coming into the Cavs squad, but I mean, unfortunately it hasn't well he had to take a step back yet to become the Chris Bosch of the ne- of like the next gen big three that LeBron played in. But like what do you think? he means in today's NBA, like, do you see him? Like, why has he not been traded? Do you think it's because he doesn't have any value or do you think it's because he's always injured or do you think it's because none so, of the above he's like, just needs the right place at the right time. What, what, what's, what's his
1: deal? Um, so first of all, I think the number one reason he has been traded is because not because he doesn't have value, but his contract is the issue. Um, he signed a four-year, 120. Um, you know, a, a little while back, he's gonna be a free agent in 23. So he signed it recently. That extension was huge, uh, yeah, because was, the Cavs, to your point, they don't just don't know what they're doing. Um, he's entering the second year of his contract and making 31 mil. Um, and so their 31 million is like a scary number. We saw this offseason, right? So? Yeah, it's a scary – like, for, especially for someone like him who, with the reputation, like, people just look around. Like, people think he's, like, washed goods almost, you know? Because, like, the perception in front offices and players, it's, like, when you hit 30 mil or above, like, you need to be, like, a semi-star star. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Kevin Love's reputation is not that anymore. If he was still, you know, putting up 22 – and you know 12 on a bad team that's still like okay cool but he has digressed a little bit yes. um regressed a little bit to 17 and 8 ish which is you know average numbers for a starting player a good starting player and 30 million is just screaming in your face like yo, yo that is starting Kemba Walker makes that much Kyle Lowry makes that much uh Jason sure. Tatum now makes more than that we okay. saw how difficult it was um Russ is obviously better than Kevin Love, and 40 was scary for him. Think about that as an analogy. Like, moving off his books was like this daunting task that took over the offseason for this summer. Um, and moving him was very difficult to the only guy that can move for him. Gordon Hayward, this is another scary contract. So, um, that guy got that's why. He, that's, why he, that's why he hasn't been traded um, as of yet. And, you know, finding another team. Um, to take a risk on him has been difficult as well. So, so that's that's the main reason why he hasn't been traded.
0: That's interesting, and I, I definitely can see your point. I'm just curious to see like why a team like New York, or maybe even Charlotte, hasn't made a move to kind of pick this guy up because exactly I mean, if you have trade value, like okay, if, if I'm the Hornets, like I just Kevin Low is going, hey, coming
1: off. Kevin Kevin Love's coming off uh 18 and 10 this past season in 56 yeah. games. Just want uh, to make that clear. Yeah,
0: and and, that, and that's pretty good in my opinion, right? Really and, good. And just to like kind of dive a little further, like if you look at his catch and shoots like at almost at a 40%. Yeah. Like like his pull-up game is like not it's like not really there, but his efficiency is there as like a role player and a piece that can like oh, help yeah. you get to the playoffs. So like any contending team could literally use him. Like we discussed on length in multiple podcasts about how he would be an amazing fit for the trailblazers yeah. he would be that third piece that could like really change their perception in the west right and and i'm sure there's other teams in the east that could benefit from him too like charlotte's a good example yeah. i could see the heat making a trade for him like to really bolster the rep even the that freaking space, bucks right? yeah like i mean again you know space is a big issue but this contract to me, yeah to me like 30 mil is much, much more manageable than working with, like, 38 million. You know what I'm saying? For those max.
1: Yeah. yeah, I understand. Yeah.
0: So, in, in my opinion, like, I guess he sits in, a, an interesting, in an interesting place in his legacy. I don't know if you'd be able to say this, but do you think that he's in Hall of Fame type of player? I was going to say, I was literally thinking about That was about my next nar- question. Narratives.
1: Yeah. yeah. Was, do you that think that he'll be a Hall of Famer when he retires? I was going to ask you, my question to you was going to be, do you think he has a case for the Hall of Fame? That was gonna like, not not is he a lock? My little question was gonna be: Does he have a case? Dog, yes honestly, or
0: no? Yeah, because you know you see some people make the hall of fame that you know
1: he has, has a gold medal. Six. He has a gold medal. Gold um, medal UCLA. is a
0: championship, but that championship they won wasn't easy. It was a they were down three one, and he did. He was a big piece to like you know
1: make he's a sure. Five time all star. I think if you, I think he's a five time all star. If you're if you're like a seven time all star. Like, you're in. You're in with the championship. Two-time two, two uh, All-NBA second team. He won most improved, too. All-rookie second team. Like, I think a couple more All-Star bids, and it's a lock.
0: I think, I think, think? one of the weaker Hall of Fame classes, you could definitely sneak in.
1: Like he, Well, it's not a matter of, like, the class. It's no, just I a matter of like, no, I
0: understand. No, I understand. I think you can sneak him in, I think he would make...
1: He's me. not a first-ballot Hall of Famer is what you're saying. No, he's not.
0: He would be the guy that I don't would, think
1: he's the first. Nah. Yeah, in the right class, I think maybe. Yeah, like,
0: you, would, you would look at him and be like, Yeah, he was a good player in his time. If because there's always a big what if with Kevin Love, like, what if he never went to the Cavs? He wouldn't have won the what ring, if he never but, went to the Cavs, but he would have still yeah. averaged that, you know, 26, 26 15. points. And game. we haven't
1: seen those numbers, bro. Like, talk about what you want with skill and stuff like that. We have not seen those numbers since KG and Shaq. Yeah, like, that was ridiculous. Put that into perspective. Even Tim Duncan wasn't this good of a rebounder. No, Think about that. And so respect guess, to him. Yeah, I mean, nowadays, numbers, like, but.
0: yeah, nowadays when you see like big rebounders, like the people that lead the league in rebound, like Andre Drummond, Hassan Whiteside, like that's all they do, you know, yeah. to do that and to score the basketball at a high clip from like the three and, you know, having a strong shooting game as well as, you know, being able to get to the basket, like this dude was doing it all.
1: And absolutely.
0: But like, I'm not. I'm sure he can't do that to like his full extent nowadays. But I also don't think he's given much of an opportunity to, anyways. Like, not at all. Like I don't know the Cavs team. He, like, he was around and like there were games. Like, I, I just feel like when he would get injured, they wouldn't really pressure him to play as much because yeah. They didn't he's, know what the, they didn't know where they were going to send him, and it's been two years. And I think like there's a lot of teams that can use him. I'm just confused as to like. Why a team like the Hawks that was like you know trying to be competitive, to make the playoffs this year? Agreed. Why they didn't make a trade for him? You know they said they th- went after Gallinari. I'm like okay, that makes sense. But
1: yeah, I, I think um, he's entering his 13th season, so that's also like a worry, right? Like with the client sure. and stuff like that, you can think about it. Yeah. And the season prior in 2019, he only played 22 games, so he missed 60 games. So there's always a question. I think it has to do with his injury on top of his contract. And, okay. like, to your point, what I'll, what I'll side with the front office is, like, do you really want to be paying your third option $30 million? Like, just think about that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. that, that's, that's a steep price to pay. Like, if you were to put him on the Blazers, like, CJ McCollum would be making less than him. And, you know. Okay, but what if
0: you're on a team like, okay, say the Mavericks, right? I don't know yeah. if the Mavericks can afford him. But Luka's on a smaller contract right now because yeah. he's a rookie. Yeah, it's a young team. I think you can move some pieces around.
1: I I would like that because can, he can shoot threes too. To and then move on to that squad. I kind of want to. I kind of want to move to the positives of like the the tape I saw from this past season too, dude. That's what I was gonna say. Like this guy can still move. He has skill, 100%. dude. Like it's there. It's one hundred percent there. Like it's all. This is not like bogus. Like you know, just like tip shots and stuff. This guy's like moving. He can pump fake at the three and move like laterally like yeah to the basket and like finish and drive and stuff like that it's just a matter of staying healthy on the court is the problem and, and the risk you take when you're when you're signing up for a 30 million dollar uh, deal with two three more years left three more years it, it, it's bucks. just it, it, yeah and,
0: and one thing that like you could tell that kind of plagued him that you know it's more off the court like the great work he did like with like you know mental health and, like, handling and anxiety and depression. Like, he, he's been very open about that. And I think he's in a better space now, and that obviously is going to, you know, reflect in his game. But more importantly, like, he had back problems. He's worked on that. And I don't know. like I, I feel like people are counting him out because, like, he's in this kind of limbo state. But, mm-hmm. like, like you said, like, his jumper's clean. His jumper's cash, bro. This guy. Dude,
1: he's a career, like, would, 37% from three. Like, that's better than De'Aaron <laughs> A point guard <laughs> <laughs> I hate that oh, yeah,
0: I, I hate how bad he is <laughs> chill dude no like, great player but he can't shoot the three for his life but uh, like it's hard to find those type of players in the NBA nowadays where you know you can shoot and, but it, and it's also
1: hard to find the landing spots too though for all the reasons yeah. I stated, it's yeah. really tough like taking 30 million on you don't know what's gonna happen like he, so he, he played 18 games in 2013 he played 22 games in 2019 like what if you have another season like that? And you're paying that guy like 30 million and stuff out of the next three years, you could easily have another injury prone season play a game. He's only going to get older and stuff. So it's a very, very high risk.
0: I agree. And I just pulled up the Mavs team payroll, dude. They could definitely make a trade for him in 21. Like they have Josh Richardson and Dwight Powell. Like you can, you can combine them here at 22 mil. You just need to add 10. That's time. if the
1: Cavs want him, though. Like, you got to think yeah. of it from No, Tuesday. I
0: understand. But, like, you know, Josh Richardson. It can work. It can right? work. Right? And, and Dwight Powell was, you know, he should promise when he was playing. Enough yeah. to make the trade. And then you can add, like, Willie Colley-Stein and, like, Trey Burke. <laughs> you can make it work is basically what I'm trying to say. And 100% you can make it work.
1: I, 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 it just, it just boggles. That's like a my plan mind. B if Giannis doesn't come for the Mavericks. Exactly.
0: Like, all these teams are looking to beef up the, like, this guy, and honestly, like I, we've talked about it. Factor. Like, I would,
1: I would much rather have Kevin Love on my team than Kristaps Porzingis. Like, let's just get that out of the way. Why? I definitely would. Hundred percent. I think he's Dude, more reliable. Is he?
0: Is it okay? I can understand if you're taking it from an injury perspective.
1: Yeah, injury perspective. Like, like yeah,
0: Kristaps is always injured. But like, doc, Kristaps when he's healthy is literally a twenty and ten player.
1: I understand, it'd, but it'd so like was, Kevin Love is very. Kevin
0: Love was eighteen and ten
1: last season. And he's yeah, but
0: Kristaps' upside is much higher.
1: And but he's injury-prone. That's what I'm saying. Like, where's the upside? It's, like, year six or seven for him.
0: Sure, but, I mean, I, I still don't think that that's – No, dude, I don't think that's enough to, like, warrant you say, to say that
1: Kevin Love, for whatever reason – I would do Love for Przingis straight up. No, I'm in, okay. Yeah, that, that would be that. Please. Well, if some first-rounders,
0: like, I'd be done. You're, you're being stupid, bro. That is blast. Mavericks. Are you crazy?
1: <laughs> I mean, you're sounding man, like
0: the Knicks right now, man. Like I'm sure, like the Knicks
1: would have taken that trade. If I'm the Mavericks, you're giving up Kristaps
0: do Porzingis, dog. That for guy, Kevin Love, for absolutely. Kevin Love, absolutely. And, I think you
1: give uh, that. I think you give that guy at least another two years. At Kevin least. Love and two first rounders from the Cavs. Imagine the Cavs. A, cal- a first-round pick from the Cavs the Mavs guarantees you win- another
0: good player. Okay, but the Mavs are a win-now team, and they have Christoph Przingis. They literally Understand? got him for virtually. They're going to get
1: a top like, – top, they're going to get an amazing rookie. I mean, it's going to be a protective – Why
0: guy. would you get an amazing I mean, rookie over freaking Christoph Przingis, bro? You're underestimating this guy. This guy took the Knicks to
1: damn near the playoffs, dog. I don't trust him. I don't like him. I don't like his game. I think he shoots way too many threes. Why don't you um, like his game? always standing – he always stands – um, like at the three-point line for no fucking reason. He's it's a cool. great shooter. He's not a great shooter. I saw him every single game in the bubble last season. That's my point. He averaged twenty and nine point five for the Nick uh, okay. the Bavs last season. That's pretty good, bro. For a second, one All-Star team in in his prime, he made. He's averaging twenty-three and seven. Doug,
0: he can one hundred percent. That is, those are good numbers. I don't know why you're reading them off. Like I'm gonna.
1: I'm, uh, I'm going to name the games played in the last three seasons. 72 rookie season, 66, 48, okay. and then 57. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's missed so many games.
0: Not amazing. Not amazing. I understand. but
1: And you talk about good three. He's a great shooter. He shoots 36% from three. That is the definition of that. average. That's average. For, that is the definition of average. He's a
0: freaking unicorn, bro.
1: But he came into the league starting to shoot threes. That's my point. Yeah, but he like, came into the league. It's like, oh, the stretch four, uh, four or whatever, stretch five yes. or whatever. It's and that's good at his height, height, dog. Okay, it doesn't matter. It's the good to seven. Three. He's, he's seven rel- three. at his he's not height. Not who's
0: shooting, shooting threes? At his height, who's shooting threes, dog?
1: It doesn't okay when you when you are rel- okay when you're going into the playoffs and stuff like that. You don't give a fuck. you're not going to give a pass to someone because he's seven three. Can you shoot the three ball well or not? I want someone that can shoot the three ball well. I will much rather take the shorter Kevin Love at thirty-seven percent than a thirty-five point eight. is also. Like I have five I Have no sympathy dog. for his height. I have no sympathy for his height. Why, why the fuck would I give a shit about his height? Yeah,
0: but he's also like five years younger, and like he's about to enter That's his fair. prime. And
1: prime, if he can stay on the fucking court, maybe he'll have a prime.
0: I, I'm sure people said the same thing about Steph.
1: Yeah, so now you want to bring in Steph into this big man no, conversation. No,
0: no, no. that's what I'm saying. Like, when it comes down to a player... Steph is you a, a one-of-a-kind If you're going to give Joel Embiid a chance, like you have numerous times over and over again, I think you should give Gustavs-Berzingas a chance. Yeah, they're
1: because in the they're in the same, same level.
0: No, oh my god! They're in the
1: same conversation of injury. Like, isn't that not... Isn't that injury, not but the talent, the potential that's out there is not... Christoph Porzingis, I think Christophs, got back, I think got demoted can, to a second option. When he was drafted, he was going to be the savior of the Knicks. Now he's going to be the second option and might be traded in a couple of years. I mean, Joel Embiid is a franchise player and Joel possibly Embiid the best big also, man in the
0: league. Joel Embiid could also be traded within this next coming season too. But could be a,
1: is still like a first option. If James Harden and Joel Embiid are on the same team, it's Christophs, one and one okay. B.
0: Christoph was the primary option. Nobody knew that Luka was going to be as good as he was. It just happened to be that way. And but
1: no, they, the Mavericks were trading for Kristaps to clearly be the number two.
0: I mean, yeah. Um, once we saw Luca play, dude, everyone, everyone felt that way too. You come like you're, you're trading for Kristaps in part way of insurance. Cause if Luca doesn't pan out, at least you have, you know.
1: He- no, wait, he's two years in. So the rookie season, they saw Luca was a superstar. So they brought in Kristaps to literally be the second option. For this upcoming season, and they played. Oh yes, yes,
0: yes, yes. You're right. He got traded this year. I don't know why I thought he got traded two years ago.
1: one year. That's my. Yeah, whole you're
0: point. completely right. You're completely right. My bad. My bad. I don't know why I thought the other way around. Either way, I mean, being a second option on a really good team is.
1: I don't think that's. It's, a, that's not. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying he yeah. got demoted. That's my whole point. That's why I don't trust him. I mean, when you look at you that went from sixth the savior squad. of the Knicks, savior yeah, but, of the Knicks to a second option on a playoff team, not even a championship level team. A seven seed. I understand. That's sad. That is sad. But but Luca's an MVP caliber player. Like that's why he's a second
0: option. Simmons. Simmons is not an MVP caliber player. Embiid.
1: Embiid is. I mean, yeah, Embiid is there, and like. That's what I'm saying. He's the first option. (laughs) Embiid is not a second option. That's my. uh,
0: But I don't think you could put the two of them like in separate conversations because I think they both provide different aspects of the game, which, you know, makes them like they. I think they're equivalent as players. I don't really see. Injuries aside, I think you can you can make the case that they're equivalent as players. Like you can make the you can make the case that Chris Tops in a year or so would be as good at at putting up numbers as Joel Embiid if, if he stays healthy. Yeah, I think so. I believe You're in, out of your mind. I believe in the European, bro. I believe in the European over freaking over Joel and B. Joel and
1: B, I bet you shoots better from three than Kristaps. That is unbelievable. That is blasphemy right there. Why do Joel, you think that's blasphemy? Christoph Porzingis is not in the same conversation as Joel Embiid. Why is that? And Christoph Porzingis. They're not in the same class. Christoph's one healthy is like one of the best power forwards All in the league. Ball.
0: At All the right, age Joel, of 7'3", the dude's playing power percent
1: Okay. learning how to shoot. Oh, okay, whoa.
0: Shoot oh, through. yeah. Yeah. So then that really hinders your freaking conversation, doesn't it?
1: Also yeah, like I'm talking about a player that's averaging thir- 23 and 12 and the season before in 64 games was averaging 28 points and 14 rebounds, 28 points and 14 rebounds. Yeah. But I'm saying it, give it a
0: year or so. And if Kristaps plays more games, I can definitely see him averaging like 25 and 10. And I think that that's, puts that's, him in that's the same still not Joel, That's,
1: that's not Joel's peak.
0: But I, I think, I think that puts him in the same conversation as Joel Embiid. I, and for a guy who can, but it's never been that player. way. Joel
1: Embiid is a top twenty player. Christophs will never sniff that conversation. He's yes, like he will. Barely, he's barely top fifty. Are
0: like you there. talking about all time or something, bro?
1: No, talking about like in the in the, in the league today. Joel Embiid the is a top to, twenty player. You don't think Kristaps
0: Chris is a top fifty player in the NBA right now?
1: He's barely, barely. He's in there. He's in there.
0: You don't think he's a top twenty player,
1: Christophs Porzingis?
0: Dude, name your twenty right now. Who are, who are you putting over this guy?
1: You're kidding me? <laughs> Why would this right. guy? Show me your fingers. Let's do this right now. All right. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it by fives. Ready? Okay. You're going to get so owned. Ready? All right. You still have time to back out. No, I, I'm not going to back this out. It's question of all time. All, right, all right, lift up see. your hand.
0: Okay.
1: Giannis, AD, LeBron. No, do, don't do that. Do the other okay, Giannis,
0: AD, LeBron. AD, Harden. Harden. Steph. Steph. So, Giannis, AD, LeBron, Harden, and Steph.
1: Five.
0: 05. Okay.
1: Tatum, Butler, Jokic, Luka, Lillard. This is completely out of order. I'm just like, this, sure. Whatever it is.
0: Okay. I, I don't know if I put Tatum in there, but okay. Tatum is questionable, dude.
1: I got I to gotta look up more, more All Stars. So, Trey Young. Trey Young's oh, better.
0: Absolutely not.
1: Trey Young is not better than Christopher Morzikas right now. Trey Young
0: is literally the worst defensive player in the league. Like, I don't care how many points you put up. If you're giving up more points on the opposite end, like...
1: I don't you know I'm blanking right now.
0: If you're going 520 out of 520 in defensive stats, you don't deserve to be over Christoph Spurzingis. I don't care if you're dropping 30 points a game.
1: I need some names. Hold on. All right. Bradley Beal's better,
0: 100%. Again, defensive ine- inefficiencies, dog. Like... I don't understand why you're putting these.
1: Coming off 31 points a game, you can't say Christoph Porzingis is that good. He's an average shooter. Put those fingers up. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are better. I just gave you I'll, two I'll, defenders.
0: Okay, I, I give. Okay, i have. To- so we're at 12. I have we're okay. at, 12. We're at 12.
1: We're at 12. Sure. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. What are we at? Okay, I don't know. Yes, if you Paul George and Russell Westbrook.
0: After last year, you're going to put Paul George in the conversation of a top twenty player.
1: Russell Westbrook, absolutely, no matter what. Why? Okay, whatever.
0: Okay, we're at fifteen. Siakam. No.
1: Siakam is there. No way. Siakam is Siakam there. Siakam is
0: not consistent like that, dog.
1: Siakam is there. I absolutely. All right. Know. So, what are we at? What are we at? I just want to know. We're at
0: fifteen. We're
1: at... Yeah. So, Siakam. Wait, is that including Siakam or
0: no? No, not including Siakam. Okay, we'll put. Okay, Siakam at sixteen. I just want to hear your top twenty list at this
1: point. Okay. So, I, I say Bradley Beal's in there. Devin yeah, Booker's in there. Devin Booker. Chris, Chris, I would rather have Chris Paul than Christoph Sporzingis.
0: Chris Paul, sure.
1: Jamal Murray. Thinking? Okay. I need names. Name? Man, I'm not going to say Brandon Ingram, even though it's true.
0: Brandon Ingram's a top 20 player?
1: 100%. He made the All-Star team, so, yeah, he's in there. Oh, my God. Brandon Ingram is better than Christoph Sporzingis. He's more reliable, and I would much rather have him on the team. You can make a case for Zion. I'm not going to make that case. You're going to make a case for
0: Zion Williamson, dog. The guy who's played 32 games in the NBA as a top so 20 player. Why am I blanking the
1: on? Yeah, all it's Kristaps these...
0: Porzingis. I put Kristaps Porzingis in that conversation. I think Kristaps Porzingis. You can
1: Zingis put conversation. That's fine. No, Kristaps could be in the conversation, but he's no, not he's better top, than all these guys. I, I
0: think I think he'd be a top 20 player.
1: Clay, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson's better than him. Kyle Lowry's better than him.
0: Kyle Lowry again.
1: Bam Adebayo is 10 times better than Kristaps Porzingis. Should I keep going? Kemba Walker's better than him.
0: I I again undersized I, I would put Kristaps
1: over this like the the
0: advance. So like,
1: Kevin Durant is better than him Kyrie Irving's better than him I completely blanked on those guys so he's clearly not Katie a top 20 Kyrie, player
0: KD and Kyrie did not play last season
1: so KD and Kyrie entering this season are better than Kristaps Porzingis no matter what but
0: but we were talking about okay
1: Donovan Mitchell is better than Kristaps Porzingis Blake Griffin I think so I mean, um you're looking at this guy based off of like Aaron Gordon is better than him.
0: No, what? <laughs> you're just saying that to piss me off, dog. Aaron Gordon is that, not. That, shut that, that, up. He's so awake. Shut, shut up, up, dog. So Are you kidding me? Dude. I'm not, so yeah, oh yeah. yeah he's so good. You're, you're cool. saying the wrong stuff, dude.
1: Anyways. Um,
0: Chris is not a have, bad player. Dude, you're acting like he's, like he's not even like, he definitely is a top 20 player. I would rather yeah. have John Moran than him. When, well. when he's healthy, dog. This kid can ball out, dude. He's twenty five years old, seven
1: three. I just named you twenty three players better than him. No, you didn't. You, you named I you did. fifteen to like seventeen players better. No, I didn't. I and said KD like, and Kyrie. I didn't play last more. season. I mean, it doesn't matter it, it, heading into this season. And I okay. said Donovan Mitchell too. And I would have rather have John Morant as well. You would but have John Morant Vrena over Christoph Porzingis on my team, absolutely. You'd rather
0: not have I a mean. seven three guy. I said Kyle Lowry three, as well. Five, Kyle Lowry is better. Percent.
1: Chris Middleton is better. He's 50-40-90 efficient as hell. Yeah, efficient as hell. Unlike Kristaps who shoots average from 3. You keep going off about
0: Dog, but you're looking at a guy who's he's like literally a massive frame. Like he's I want you to find 20%. out how many of
1: his like t- his point totals is off catch and shoot like plays because all of his points are like created by Luka because of the historic offense that they're in. This guy is not a creator. Bradley Beal is a creator. Kyle Lowry is a creator. John Morant is a creator. C.J. McCollum is a creator. Christoph Porzingis is overrated, and he got demoted. He's going to be a second option, and not even on a like playoff lock team.
0: I mean, the guy shoots like 36% catch and shoot from three. That's yeah.
1: horrendous. Catch and shoot should be better. Yeah, it is. I mean, he's shooting 36. 36 For is his average. For a guy who's seven three, dog, I think that's pretty good. But it, that, he's that making translate to more makes. Just because you're taller you don't get sympathy. I don't know why you're giving him sympathy. i mean, shooting like 3 threes a percentage. game and he's making them. I don't like He's not making them. Why are you giving him sympathy just cuz he's 73? Sure it's impressive for a 73 guy. No, he's making but If he three. wants if he wants to be a stretch 5, no one's going to have sympathy all oh, he's 73 like, you know, take it easy on him. No, 38 is good. 40% is really good. 42% is elite. This is these are the benchmarks you live by.
0: I'm pretty sure that if you give this guy another year or
1: two in the league, he'll definitely crack like the top 15 players. If, if given know, that he's healthy and the Mavs have success, we'll see. We this podcast is about Kevin Love, I don't know where the hell we went. Um, I mean, because you, you literally said you'd take Kevin Love of a challenge of course. I, I
0: did because Kevin Love is five years older and sure he,
1: he could be more efficient. Like, Kevin, and Love, then you went off about the 20 players, like, I don't even know why. I mean, no, because you, you,
0: you said that. Pascal Siakam is a better player than freaking Kristaps Porzingis. And I just didn't understand where he you is. I don't think so. Look Absolutely.
1: at the regular season. He had a bad playoff. So did Kristaps Porzingis. You're looking at Pascal Siakam's horrible playoffs, right? So did Kristaps Porzingis. No, I'm, I'm looking at his play horrible in the playoffs, game, dog. I don't, think, I don't think Pascal Siakam has, Por- like, Pascal Siakam started in the All-Star game. He literally started. Yeah, because he's in the mean. East. Like, What do you mean the East? It makes
0: a Christoph difference,
1: couldn't even make the all-star team.
0: You're talking about the West versus the
1: East dog. The West is definitely more stacked. Like, there's better players. 23, 7, and 4. And Pascal shot the same amount from 3. And he shoots 80% from the line and 45%.
0: But his game is, like, much more one-dimensional. His game is game.
1: It's true. At least he's creating. Is he? Pascal can drive the lane. Christoph Porzingis cannot. He literally stands on watch a Mavericks game bro this guy literally camps because of the offense he's in I'm not blaming on his game he can't do but what he's shown in this okay. offense that I can—a catch and shoot player in the offense yeah he has to because that's what like Luca runs the ball and, and that's toxic and that's how they're not gonna win
0: I mean we'll see how it translates going into the future because they've only ran it for like what a year now so Is I mean, rebounding, I'm rebounding I'm very curious to see how it like Pans out, but you know, the guy's only twenty five, bro. You should cut him some slack. Like he didn't play for like basically an entire
1: season, right? So, Anyways, Kevin like, Love. Yeah. Kevin Love. I'm let's, switching let's gears here. here. Yeah, you should switch um, gears, honestly. No, I wanted to go off your uh off the court stuff because he's a great guy. Like I saw like um you know, good interviews by him and stuff, and like you know, him being open about that is really courageous and like off the court. Everyone loves about by all accounts, like UCLA. Like like he's such a renowned teammate and such, but I think the reason why I picked him and I stated earlier is just why he's so intriguing is just like, he has a lot of like juice left in the tank. And I think, you know, he just needs to go to that contender, but no one's willing to take him in his contract. So what's interesting to me is going to be, you know, what is his trade value look like this upcoming season? Is he going to lay an egg and let the rookies do their thing and sort of chill out um, and just stay, stay chill, like collecting 30 mil, or is he going to play hard? make his name be out there and really entice these front offices uh, to really, you know, take a gamble on him um, to, to make him that second or third option that he knows he can be um, and get back to playing winning basketball.
0: I'm really curious. Like, I wonder if like, there's a lot of teams that could trade for him and, you know, play some winning basketball. Like what if the wizards, another team, I'm just kind of throwing out these names, but I mean, I'm looking at their, their, uh, contracts right Wizards now can't,
1: Wizards can't Wizards can't afford Kevin Love after after the after the Brit,
0: yeah after the Bretons and the West Westbrook saying I get it but like they'd have to trade away their whole team but I'd be really down to see a, a Russell Westbrook and Kevin Love pairing that'd be pretty cool
1: yeah dude that'd be CLA
0: teammates that that was my main reasoning I like I like from a salary perspective it'd be very tough they'd have like five he'd be, guys would be court.
1: good on the I'd like them on the Spurs I think that would really help them out the Spurs I think they haven't taken would any it though like, I mean, would help him out? But I, I think he's the t- type of player that would work well under Pop. And yeah. I think he could give them more, you know, size down low and stuff and really combat sure. the uh, offenses like the league is facing right now. And so go back to that Twin Towers, you know, when Tim Duncan was playing with uh, Lamarcus Aldridge and stuff. So with DeMar running the point into Jonte Murray, that's a good destination for him. But again, the cap space is really tough with 30 mil on the books and stuff like that.
0: Um, I'm I'm interested to, like, also see, like, how, like, it, it's been really interesting to see how the value of the big men has increased in this past season particularly. I don't know if you know... value
1: of, like, shooting big men, yes.
0: Shooting big men, but, like, I think most big men in the NBA nowadays, other than, like, Andre Drummond, like, have a jumper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, like, Willie Colley-Stein and, like, you know, JaVale McGee, like, who are, like... You, Aaron Baines has a... Yeah, you can, like, you can, like, almost split centers down the middle, like, of who are rim runners... And who are like three point shooting bigs that can stretch the floor. And I think with like the whole Anthony Davis becoming like a top five NBA player this past yeah. season, like having really that started with, yeah, like him and Jokic like really have like set the tone because in the past like four or five seasons, it's it's been about like a guard heavy, a guard centric NBA, you know? Yeah. Where we were seeing players like Kyrie and, um, Curry and 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 it, and it brought up the question like are we going to get to the point where we won't see the big man in the NBA anymore um, like this was a huge topic of conversation Um, I remember when the, when like the Warriors Dynasty was going on like has Steph effectively ended the entire idea of there being you know a big man and then like with the way Anthony Davis has played and the way Nikola Jokic has played like they've definitely showed that how important it is to have a big man on your team because like a team like yeah. the Rockets they kind of like Embrace that entire idea of small ball and not having a big man and just shooting threes. Like they suffered, they suffered hard when they played against the Lakers that were able to run like a bigger small ball lineup and just like completely throttle them. So,
1: yeah, I think all the heights are going to be like compromises and, and whatnot. And, you know, Kevin Love just may well be like the last sort of effective, like we're seeing Bam at a bio and stuff, but his athleticism kind of, Hides and masks the fact that he's not really a shooting big man, um, yeah, and, but he can true. still play on the perimeter. He can still like dribble and dri- like yeah. that's that's the whole point. It's not ne- necessarily um, are you a shooting big man. It's more can you be hey, adaptable so a, from the perimeter from the top of the key. Yeah, Zion also exactly.
0: has those like aspects in his game. Like he may not be the best shooter, exactly. um, but he definitely has like that you know that courtside vision, like that court vision. He can move. He can handle Absolutely.
1: the ball. Um, but. Yeah, I think bringing it back and maybe we can wrap it up here. I don't even know, but Kevin Love is just sort of you know still out there. I'm really a fan of these polished players, and I'm glad you know we're taking an opposite approach um, from these you know up and coming players. And now discussing someone that's a seasoned vet, 13 years in, Uh you know, still has a lot in the tank. I'm really curious, and the reason he's on my list is just again, you know, can he build his trade value back up? Because you know, fans of the of the game really can see. Um, what he brings to a, to a team and a culture. Um, and, you know, he can really, really be valuable, um, you know, as a second or third option for for a team. Exactly. Um,
0: do you, this is a random question. I don't know if this is, this is even possible, but do you think they'd be able to waive him?
1: Waive him stretch present, provision? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they did it with Batum, but that was under, like, extreme circumstances, like, to the point where the guy isn't even playing on your team. So with Luol Deng and, and Nicholas Batum, like, like they they were not playing. Like they were so atrocious. Like they did not want their respective teams like to put 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 them in the rotation. And Kevin Love, I mean, seeing on the depth chart and stuff, he's still getting minutes and stuff like that. So I don't really exactly. think that's an option.
0: Yeah, no, I totally understand.
1: I, like I'm just trying to figure out ways to get him out of there, dude. And yeah, dude, there are, but there really aren't a lot. But yeah, I like his game. You know, the the just to just a recap, you know, the positives are all there. You know, he's he's not the most agile defender but he's he's going to, like, you know, put a body on his strong down, body. He
0: down Steph, dog. and lockdown down Steph. And, and that's a lot, to, like, that's a lot to say in the finals environment. Yeah, and like, he was the reason why, you know, Steph couldn't get that shot off at the very end and, like...
1: He sacrificed a lot. He talks about it a lot. Yeah. And, and, and that finals and what he had to go through.
0: I think it's, like, remiss, like, the guy would have been a two-time champ had he not gotten injured. Oh, yeah. Um, and put LeBron on a team that was basically just him and a bunch of hoodlums, but... <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, it's facts, bro.
1: But when Matthew Delvidova went to the hospital, I the like, Curry stopper, in. bro, the Curry stopper. went to the hospital. It was crazy. And I think they still lost that game.
0: Yeah, but it's just like lost. Like that just kind of shows you, like, what this man had to kind of go through, and you know, he for him to still come out on top and average the numbers he did. Um, he Pretty definitely he, he's a he's a great veteran to have on any team, especially a young team that. Kind of needs him. The Cavs are a young team, but, you know, they have no direction at this current moment. They're they're literally drafting in order at this point and, like, building their team, like, from the Position by position. Yeah, so, like, who's to say that they may not trade to get some... That extension was so stupid,
1: though. You just, like, put the bar bar so high. Like, I'm so mad. Like, the Cavs were not thinking, like, yo, maybe it's time with this transition. Like, we want to move off this guy. Like, he literally signed the extension in 2019. And at that point, the team was obviously well into their rebuild. It yeah. just doesn't make sense. I
0: think that their whole logic was like, maybe we could like pull off a sign-in trade, but even then, like they should have talked about that beforehand. I, I don't know what they were thinking.
1: Well, th- yeah, they should have, exactly. I don't know what I, they were I, thinking. Like-
0: I, think it, I think it also comes down to the fact like they wanted to prove to players that they would, you know, extend their good guys, you know, a guy that helped them win a championship. I, I, I see that narrative building out a little bit more because, you know, there's like such a, not, not a, a drift between players and owners, but Yeah. Like, you know, there needs to be more ways to entice players to stay at their respective organizations nowadays.
1: Seriously. I mean, that's, I mean, we're talking about the Supermax. Like, that's that's sort of a, a, a deal in place.
0: Exactly. And, like, just to see, for example, like the whole Giannis situation, like this guy who's been playing for this organization for like his entire career is at this crossroads that you might have not seen like 25 years ago in the NBA. Yeah. Like, that just wouldn't have been a thing that you would have talked about. Like, yeah, there were times where, you know, players moved and stuff, but, like, it's so ubiquitous nowadays. Like, everyone is, like, moving everywhere without, like –
1: The the patience is just thin with everyone.
0: Yeah, like, Kyrie's played on three teams, Doug, and this guy was, like, a top, you know, a a top point guard. And then you look at LeBron, who's, like, I guess the pinnacle of this era, and he's played on three teams himself. So has Kawhi. So has, like – even Paul George has been on, like, three teams.
1: (laughs) Three teams in three years.
0: Yeah, Doug, Russ, like these are all players that are like MVP
1: 13.
0: caliber and like, KD. MVPs. Exactly. Oh my God. KD. Like, James Harden is about to be on his third. <laughs> and, and this is the type of like example that's being set for these players. And as owners in the NBA, like the only way you can really keep a player in the place that they want to be, that they don't want to be, in is by like, like literally paying out, like paying out of their ass to keep somebody you know in check and, and you know valued so it sucks but
1: well, yeah. yeah it's just goes nice to show you like the trends we're seeing of you know nba transactions and such so exactly um we're hoping for kevin love you know the best for him i, I think he really deserves to be on a contender exactly. we just hope free kevin love let's start that hashtag what do you Yeah like? free kevin love hashtag i free, love that free k, free k love free k love free k love bro free k love um that's going to do it for um this edition of the uncharted pod thank you guys so much for listening um, sorry, we got a little sidetracked there. Get, feel free to tell us your thoughts on either <laughs> Kevin Love or Kristaps Porzingis. Um, much appreciated. Uh, you know, let us know what you think about his season. Um, you know, upcoming. Should he get traded? Should he stay? Where should he go? Um, just feel free to let us know. Um, appreciate you guys as always. And tomorrow, love uh, you. We'll, we'll be uh, you know talking about our next player as we approach the second of December. Super excited. Good night, guys. Take care.
0: Good night.